0: Weirdo bookworms, unite.
1: We want to share our love of genre fiction with you.
0: Some readers out there may look down on you for your love of horror, sci-fi, and fantasy, but not us.
1: So stop by as we discuss what we've been reading.
0: For he's a jolly good fellow, for he's a jolly good fellow, for he's a jolly good fellow. And so say all of us, hey, and so say all of us, who? Happy <laughs> birthday, Scott! Thank you! Yay! In our family, we like to sing for he's a jolly good fellow on
1: people's birthday. It's it's a good one.
0: Yeah, it's kind of a tradition. Because um, the happy birthday sounds actually kind of dumb.
1: Oh, well, I think that that's a little harsh. <laughs> But it's definitely... It's uh, actually
0: a very hard song to sing, technically. I don't know if you know anything about music, technically, but yeah. It, yeah
1: I-, I know a little bit. I also know that you have to pay for the rights to actually have that song, so oh. that's right out. No,
0: screw all that. All of that's bad. We're we're doing a fun little episode tonight on Genre Junkies. It's Scott's birthday.
1: It is my birthday, and uh, we've had a very busy couple of weeks, so it's just been packed full, and we're just going to... We're just going to celebrate my birthday for once, yes. for once in my life. We're going <laughs> to celebrate my birthday.
0: Um, we love Scott. We, we wouldn't be John or Junkies without Scott. It would just be Stitches and I, and that just wouldn't be the same. So we thought it'd be fun to do a bookish-themed episode,
1: but with a twist. Uh, with a with a real twist, it's my birthday, so we're gonna get drunk. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but we are going to talk about again one of our big hits: cocktails mixed with books. Yes,
0: uh, books with a side of cocktails, if you will. So we decided we would surprise each other. We didn't give each other a lot of warning, but we picked five books for the other one to find cocktails for. And like, we did this quick, like you have, you know, it was kind of like top of your head, find a cocktail.
1: Five books, five minutes, go.
0: Yeah, so we thought that would be really fun to share that with you. And of course, you know, we like to do these fun episodes from time to time. We'll be back to our normally scheduled program soon. But for now, let's just celebrate Scott turning another year older which is a good thing because that means he's alive and well,
1: and we're I'm party. alive anyway.
0: Well, relatively well. I'm we're gonna also- party, partying down. <laughs> okay, let's do. You do one. I do one. You do one. I do
1: one. Perfect. Do you want me to start? I want you to start. Okay, I'll start. Because it's your birthday. Yeah, that's right. So I get to go first, or do I get to go last? Hmm. Well, your choice. It's your. Birthday. I'll go first. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the first book you sent me is actually uh, my favorite book in this particular series, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire.
0: That's why I picked that for you because it's your favorite book in the series. And a birthday.
1: Now, this drink I've made before. I've I don't know a name for it because I made it up off the top of my head many years ago,
0: many moons ago,
1: and I've made it a little bit of an adjustment, and I'm I guess I'm just going to call it a. Uh, uh, a goblet of fire.
0: Oh, I like it.
1: So it's a shot, actually. So what you do is you take Blue Curacao <gasps> and you take Goldschlager. <gasps> and that Goldschlager gives it the the sparkles yes. inside of there, like, like, like wizard's fire. Yes. But then the special one is you're also going to do a 151 float on top of either rum or Everclear and light that on fire.
0: Holy smokes. So it's
1: a fire shot.
0: Oh my, and then you blow it out and drink blow it? Blow
1: it out and, and, and shoot it. Or does it go it? out? No. No, you, you blow it. it out and shoot it.
0: Oh my gosh. Well, I'm going to go with rum because I have drank in clear and it hurts me. Yeah. But you know, I am a sucker for anything with blue curacao. I am a freaking sucker for it. I think we learned that <laughs> with my with the, my last cocktail picks. And I also like Goldschlager because it's Goldschlager.
1: You were you were at that party where, where I made that.
0: It was a Halloween
1: party many many years ago.
0: I don't remember it. So that must mean I was having a great responsible time. <laughs> <laughs> Means it was a good drink. Yeah. Well, you know, you live, you learn. <laughs> you try to drink responsibly <laughs> heading into your uh adult years. Okay. My turn. So you kind of picked a s- series for me. You picked my beloved, my beloved, and I do not talk about it enough on here, Game of Thrones. Uh, Song of F- Fire and Ice.
1: Song of Ice and Fire? Yeah. Sure.
0: When I just said I beloved it, now I don't remember. <laughs>
1: Same difference.
0: Game of Thrones, people. It's right. the games, games of Thrones, Thrones of Games <laughs> by George R.R. Martin. Sometime I'll have to tell everybody the story of George R. R. Martin appearing in my dream.
1: Go for it. Right now.
0: All right. We're doing this now. So um, many moons ago, when I first read this series, um, I was enjoying it. I was kind of marathoning it. And so it was on my mind a lot. And I had a dream that I went to a book signing at Copperfields in Petaluma. So kind of a local book place for us. Shout out to Copperfields. Not sponsored. Sponsors Copperfields. (laughs) Anyway. And I was running late because so I was getting off of work in this dream. And I was hustling. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's George R. R. Martin. There's going to be a humongous line. This is so stressful. It was a stress dream. And I managed to get to the bookstore and I'm hustling through it. I'm like holding my books and I've got my purse. And I I get to where he is and there's no line. There's nobody there. And I was like, uh, oh, okay. So I step up to the table and he's sitting. He's got his little cap on, his little glasses, you guys know. And I was like, "Um, hi, Mr. Martin. I just want to tell you how much I love these books. They mean a lot to me. I I find them so beautiful. And and they've just been really incredible things for me to read. And, And I just want to thank you for writing them. I know you're busy and I'm here late. And so I'm not going to take up any more of your time. And he's like, no, 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 it's fine. Have a seat. And I was like, oh, okay. So I sat down and he's like, do you want some breakfast? And he turns around and he produces a countertop griddle. And I was like, I-, I would love some breakfast. And so he starts to just make me like some scrambled eggs and pancakes. And we just talked about the books and how much I loved them. And we just really bonded. So that's the time George R. R. Martin visited me in a dream.
1: And made you breakfast. And made me
0: breakfast. Anyway, he did not make me a cocktail. So this is the cocktail I would choose. Um, I love me villains. Love villains. Love evil characters. My favorite is House Lannister from this series. I love the Lannisters.
1: The Slytherins of of (laughs) Game of Thrones. (laughs) They're beyond Slytherins. They really are.
0: Uh, But, you know, they're fun. They make the books a big part of what they are. So for House Lannister, I chose Gold Shimmery Champagne Cocktail.
1: Oh, no. So this. No, I I just want to say, yeah. I have this, this cocktail on my list as well. Shut up. Yeah, absolutely. For it's, what book? The, oh, for, for Red Rising.
0: Okay, well, we'll get to that, and you can talk a little bit about okay. Red Rising and why you picked it for that. Yes. So this one I picked because besides Blue Curacao, I also love champagne, and I love sh- champagne mixed in with things. And it was just so beautiful and so decadent looking. Um. So this is very simple. You use edible gold luster dust, St. Germain, or elderflower liqueur, vodka, and a champagne of some kind or a sparkling, sparkling wine. Um. It's beautiful. It looks kind of dragon-scale-ish, too. Uh, I don't know. It's just like, I I looked at a lot of gold cocktails, and a lot of them looked beautiful, but I was like, I can actually see the Lannisters sipping this at Casterly Rock. So that's what I went with. Um, Yeah, Lannisters for life.
1: Great minds think alike, apparently. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Uh, Well, why don't you go ahead and talk about Red Rising and talk about why you picked... Uh, this beautiful drink. Oh, and also, you know, very few of these, I would imagine, like, could not translate to a non-alcoholic drink. So, like, you can make a lot of these non-alcoholic if you don't drink. That one would be an easy one to do.
1: Oh, yeah, you could do it with uh, Martinelli sparkling cider.
0: Yeah, and there's, like... um. Different sorts of like elderflower like non booze mm-hmm. things to add in. So if you don't drink or if you're underage, you know, get creative. Uh you can do a lot of mocktails and get the same experience. Well, kinda. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I-, I picked it for Red Rising. Because it just reminds me Pierce of Pierce
0: Brown, fantastic series.
1: S- of books. Excellent series. I still haven't read The Golden Sun. But I have.
0: I'm yeah. all caught up on all the current iterations of the book, says so Amanda, uh, so is our book club. Um, I, <sighs> It wasn't everything I wanted this most recent book to be, but I have such faith in Pierce Brown that I'm like, I'm going and I'm seeing this through till he stops writing these characters. But anyway, Red Rising. Tell us about Red Rising. Tell us about why you picked this.
1: Well, I picked it because this is what I imagined the gold cast drinking at their lavish parties. Yeah, I, it, it just screams gold to me because you know it because it, it, it looks like. You know those those bouncy balls with all the glitter in my childhood. Exactly, yeah. it's like oil and glitter. It looks like that. Yes,
0: I agree. And, yeah. and
1: it's just it's just perfect. It's exactly what I was. It looks magical. Was, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So th- that's why I picked it for that. That is so funny that we had we, we yeah we. Came it up really looks drink. like you're
0: drinking liquid gold as opposed yeah. to like a gold flake, which might not be bougie enough in all cases.
1: Yes. Exactly.
0: Yeah. We needed something that looks like I melted down gold and I'm drinking it because I am hard. <laughs> (laughs) Heartless and cruel and evil. That's so great. So,
1: I I guess you have the next one.
0: Yeah. And also, I mean, in case you couldn't tell, read Red Rising. And, you know, we might do a Red Rising episode someday.
1: It might be worth uh, going back to that. It is an excellent series. It is very, it is very strong. It is very violent. It is very. It's a a crazy
0: concept of outer space fantasy science fiction absolutely look into these books there is you'll read the premise and you'll be like oh this kind of reminds me of this that kind of reminds me of that but it is unlike anything it's unlike
1: anything oh yeah it, i mean you could you could say it's a little bit of ender's game meets uh a a, a large splash of the hunger games mm-hmm. with with Game of Thrones yeah, all on top of it. because there's tons
0: of political intrigue. It's like in the way, way distant future, but also a lot having to do with ancient civilizations, especially Greco-Roman. Yep. I, I mean, yeah, if that doesn't already sound crazy, and there's spaceships, and there's... you got It's insane. Incredibly
1: inventive. Story.
0: And I believe optioned for a movie, so you got to get on it, like or a TV show or something. They're going to adapt it.
1: Uh, they're going to adapt it. You need to read it before they do. That's that's always their role.
0: By the way, producer Stitches is sitting on my lap.
1: Yes, yeah, she is. So she loves Very to be part
0: cute. of the episodes. Okay, and Stitches is a cat, not a person.
1: And she better not speak up because I'm not doing any editing to this episode. No, this None is his at birthday. All.
0: He's like, I'm not editing this-ish. This is, is ish. Just
1: recording and going straight out.
0: <laughs> all right. The next book you picked for me is, well, it's a series, again, A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Moss, which Amanda and I covered. Uh, the three books in the series, uh, there's been another book, you know, kind of a wrap-up book published, but we talked about the three. We love these books. Um, fairy, uh, kind of racy at times, a little bodice ripping, um, some cool girl power stuff, and just a really, really beautiful take on Faye and on the courts of Faye and how these Fae characters interact. Wonderful book. I, I probably don't even need to, well, wonderful series. I probably don't even need to describe it because I think everybody knows, right? Like, unless you're living under a rock, it's a thing.
1: I think a lot of our listeners, I think I might be the only listener of this show who hasn't read it.
0: Yeah. So I was really inspired by not only Roses... But also the spring court in general, which a uh, big part of the first book takes place in the spring court. There's different courts, there's spring, there's autumn, uh, there's night, there's, you know, blah, 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 it goes on. And the spring court, I was just thinking fresh, springy, bright, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, everything is not what it seems on the surface, but that's what comes to mind, Right.
1: I'm 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 already I'm putting I'm I'm picking up what you're laying down. I, I'm starting to build some ideas based on what you're saying. Go on.
0: So what I picked was this wonderful recipe called a lavender lemonade rosé cocktail.
1: Oh, that sounds really good.
0: And this whole recipe is on a blog called Plays Well with Butter. <laughs> which is that's like one of the best names I've ever heard for a blog.
1: It makes me mad I didn't think of that. That's, yeah. that's a really good name.
0: So, and I do uh, I do want to reference that blog because there's kind of a an ingredient part of this that you need to visit the blog cuz I'm like I'm not going to I'm not going to write all that out. That's crazy. So you go there and she's going to teach you how to make lavender lemonade and you make it with like like dried lavender so it the drink has this like really beautiful seedy look to it like Not like seedy bad, seedy like spring, Mm -hmm. like things sprouting and growing. Yeah. So you do this under lemonade. Then you put in rosé. I love rosé. Yes way rosé, rosé all day, any sort of millennial uh, colloquialism about rosé, I I am that.
1: Yeah, and it's definitely a favorite in this house.
0: Yeah, so you do those and you also do sparkly water.
1: I mean, this really does sound like your kind of drink.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm always... um, I tend to not pick things on the tart side, but the balance of the lavender to the lemonade sounds good. And I do love citrus. I just don't always like my cocktails like super, super citrusy. But this had a nice savory element to it, and it just sounded so so key for the series
1: that sounds very natural very very fay like yeah, yeah. And, but also for you let's be honest you could put lavender in anything and suddenly you'll love it
0: i'll drink it i'll eat it i will put it on my body
1: like that lavender that lavender <gasps> latte that you you oh love my gosh. so much crooks coffee
0: which is the alpha and the omega of coffee places <laughs> um i i Post about them on my my uh, personal Instagram too, but they make a lavender rose latte that I get with almond milk because I'm not down with milk, and it changed my life. It was a spiritual experience. I don't remember who or what I was before this latte. <laughs> so yeah, this is kind of a fun cocktail version of of that
1: yeah good find Need very more good lavender find in my life i think we're gonna have to make that one that that's that's one that's gonna be introduced to the house
0: oh for sure all right scott hit us with
1: another one all right well my next one is dark matter yay and we love dark matter we love dark matter i i adore dark matter and i i'm actually between two different ideas on this is that allowed well it's your birthday. I mean, it's allowed. I can do what I, I, do what I want. Whatever. I'll do what I want. Uh, so the first idea I had immediately was a Long Island iced tea, but okay. the ingredients are all separated in individual shots, and you have to do them one at a time.
0: That's crazy. It's it, madness. Because
1: it's, it's multiple dimensions <gasps> of alcohol. So you just have multiple dimensions laid out in front of you, and you just have to do it one by one as quickly as you can.
0: Sounds exhausting.
1: Yes and it does sound exhausting and that that was my inventive answer.
0: Okay, that's a great answer.
1: My other answer is literally a flight of anything. So just like a oh. like an like a, like an eight like an eight glass flight of scotch or an eight glass flight of of, of, of just anything really. Wine? Whiskey. Wine exactly because it's just di- it's different Beer. versions of the same idea. So different dimensions. Anything with multiple things in front of you?
0: Somebody insert a slow clap here while you're listening at home because that is good. <laughs> that was clever. Thank you. We were trying to up our game a little bit uh, like we like these cocktail episodes and we've got to keep, you know, one upping ourselves with everyone and that my friend was good.
1: Thank you very much. I thought I thought for a whole, you know, 1 minute of my 5 minutes on that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's my next one. Uh, Scott picked for me Head On by John Scalzi, which was a sci-fi uh, police procedural that we read a while back. It really
1: took me by surprise, and I know that you enjoyed it a lot, too, and I, I was curious clever. what you'd come up with.
0: It was a very clever book, so I decided I needed a really clever answer. So I decided to pick a drink with a Chaser. Because they're detectives, oh,
1: oh, oh, oh. and
0: they're on the chase.
1: I see what you did there. I love it.
0: <laughs> so in my um studies, I came across <laughs> a drink that already has a chaser included in it.
1: Oh, you didn't.
0: It's got the funniest name I've ever heard. It's called an Irish trash can. <laughs> Is this like an Irish car bomb? Kind of so you take one ounce of each of these gin light rum vodka oh my peach goodness. schnapps blue curacao my precious blue curacao triple sec you mix in a can of red bull or other energy drink red bull will turn it green apparently So there's your chaser, already mixed in with the cast of characters.
1: That is not what I was expecting. Oh, my goodness.
0: And you drink that uh, rapidly, I believe.
1: (laughs) That sounds like a trash can.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it sounds like such a hot mess. And, like, you will be such a mess. Even one ounce... A half an ounce. I'm sorry. It's half an ounce of each of those things. That's gonna add up.
1: That's gonna mess you up. That, it sounds like a Long Island iced tea on steroids. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, I'm. That's what you get. That's what you get for head on these days.
1: <laughs> it will definitely uh, take your head off. Oh. oh. And that's
0: kind of a theme. Uh,
1: yeah. A little yeah. bit of beheadings. No, I like I like that a lot. Yeah. Um. All right. So. My next one is wild. Is this your last one? It is not my last one. Oh, no, no, no. I've got two more. I uh, this one is a wild card by Marie Lou. Oh, and uh, for this, it's quite simple. Uh, this was actually the hardest one for me to think of, and then when it finally hit me, it just okay, that's it. A sake bomb.
0: I love sake bombs. I love sake. Go on.
1: It's it's an exciting fun. It, it's not just your normal drop shot. It's like it's like you're suspended the, you know this the shot of sake is suspended over the beer and you don't even touch it. You just slam it into the depths. Yeah. And you know, it's uh
0: usually you put chopsticks over yeah. a Japanese beer and the shots bouncing on top. You hit the table with your fist. The sake drops in and you Drink it and one go? I love sake bombs.
1: Yeah, I, and and that was just that was pure, pure and simply what it had to be for me.
0: I love it. It's fantastic.
1: Thank you. Um, I know it's not as creative as the flight of whiskey, but
0: <laughs> but it still is creative because it does fit the kind of fast paced adventure action of the book. And it also has kind of like a Japanese element to it, which a lot of the book takes place in like Tokyo. So I think that's perfect. Okay. My next one is Resistant by Rachel Sparks.
1: Which I love this book so much.
0: And we love Rachel so much. She's a great author. We got the chance to interview her and it was such an honor and a pleasure to talk to her. She's such a smart lady. Um, Rachel, brews beer at home. She has a home brew sort of vibe to her. So I was like, okay, this would be fun. I want to do something that involves beer. Okay. And I wanted to do something that reminded me of the title, "Resistant Vitamin C." So this is the Vitamin C brew. <laughs> okay. So this is orange juice, gin an American style lager and an orange wheel to garnish. So see, you're resistant to getting ill because you got your vitamin C in there, but there's a a beer sort of element to it, which is, you know, kind of fun for the book and also for Rachel.
1: I love it. It I sounds think like that's something great. you would like, Scott. It actually does sound very good. I just, um, I know Rachel out there. You're going to be listening, and you're just going to be like shaking your cage. Vitamin C doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I know I, I love that Come a lot. That's perfect. For the, no, that's the great. fun of it. That's yeah. a lot of fun. I like that a lot. That was a, that was really thoughtful.
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. No,
1: I like that a lot.
0: Well, you know, Rachel deserves it.
1: <laughs> <If> she does. <laughs> um i don't know if she makes an american style logger but uh
0: should now if
1: she does she should she should make that that's, that's <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> all right so so my final one was the Martian by andy weir which i love the martian so much
0: one of your favorite books probably it
1: really is uh, up there is one of my favorites and and it's just it, it it's so sciencey it's not even science fiction it's just sciencey yeah and if you've read the book, you'll understand. Okay. Well, you've seen the movie, though, right? No, I'm not. None of the above. Oh, See, none of the above. Oh my goodness! I'm. I'm.
0: No, you just you you found your little Martian and you kept it close to your chest, and it's your little precious Martian,
1: and you don't share it with me. Okay, well, this is this is kind of. Uh, uh, it's not really spoilery, but everyone knows he's trapped on Mars, and one of the ways that he finds to survive is he finds a way to grow potatoes from freeze-dried potatoes on
0: Mars. That sounds very complicated.
1: It, it is. He sciences the, the, the S out of it. I'm not editing this podcast, so I'm not swearing here. <laughs> uh, so there's really only one answer. Vodka. Potato vodka.
0: Right, not grain vodka.
1: Because if he wanted to drink on the moon, or on the moon, on Mars... <laughs> wherever he was. The only thing that he would be able to do is he might be able to make some vodka.
0: Are you suggesting we at home try to make vodka? Because I think people go blind that way. Yeah,
1: I am not. I am not making bathtub vodka. There is plenty of very good vodka available at the store. Uh, although there are some of those vodkas that it might be better to actually drink bathtub vodka. Let's be <laughs> honest. I don't know if anyone's ever had taco before, but Ooh. gross. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, it's pure and simple, pure potato vodka.
0: That's very clever. I like it. That's very smart. Okay. My last one. It doesn't sound very exciting, but it sounds delicious to me. Uh, I have The Forgotten Island by David Sadegren. Yay. Hi, David. Hi, Boris. Hi, Morris. David. Um, this one.
1: Talk um... to you soon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hint, hint. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um, it's islandy. So what do I have to have? I have to have blue curacao. You, yep. Because I love my blue curacao. That's right. So this one I found is called the Big Easy Blue Punch, which also is very uh, New Orleans-ish. So it also checked that box for me because I love anything New Orleans related. So I did the Big Easy Blue Punch, blue curacao, coconut rum, lemon juice, pineapple soda, that. You, you drink that you're happy and I can also imagine the kids in that book since they're kind of like they're on this crazy spring break trip that's probably something the bartender would throw together for you you knock back a few of those and get
1: wasted that sounds d- deliciously islandy and incredibly dangerous
0: right exactly um so you know watch out for giant creatures that'll get you. <laughs>
1: Well, I I think that's all of our cocktails, That's all
0: of our cocktails.
1: I want to get to drinking some cocktails, because it's my birthday. Yeah. So. Let's do it. Let's do it.
0: Okay, everybody. Drop on by our social media. Wish Scott a happy birthday. He loves you.
1: I love you very much, and thank you. And we'll be with you soon. With more
0: bookish content. So until then, drink responsibly. And please keep reading past your bedtime.